it's the queen, y'all. What's up, y'all? It's Jordan coming to you from the Black Girl Fly podcast, um, and I have my host with me, my sister Taylor. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? No, I'm. <clears throat> I'm getting through this global pandemic. <laughs> it's cool. We're all, we're doing great. All right. So we're gonna get into it. So have you heard of a woman that goes by the name of Maya Angelou? Yes. You have. So when you hear this name, what is what is the first thing that comes to mind? Um I think of greatness. Greatness. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna read off a poem to you and I want you to tell me how it makes you feel, okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may try me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you best with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Amen. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of ties, just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes? Shoulders falling down like teardrops weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard. Because I laugh ha, like I got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your own words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like, eh, <laughs> I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise? That I dance like I got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Mm, mm, mm. So, from hearing that, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Mm. How does that poem make you feel? Strong. Like a strong black woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I want it to make you feel. Because... <laughs> We're going to get into these questions. Um, so, sis, what's tea? What's tea, girl? You tell me, girl. I've got you. So, 
So we're going to start off. I'm going to ask you some questions. Just want you to answer very, very cool like. All right. So to be a black woman in America, child. All right. So first question. What are your top five struggles you faced as a black woman? I five, I would say. I mean, one sometimes just mm, I don't know how to how to how to categorize, but I know just being a black woman <laughs> is just hard existing. Yeah. Just living. Like, there's a lot of, like, microaggressions mm. that you can get. And micro and macro. There's a lot of just little things that can add up. But just overall, whenever you step out into the world, that's usually, you know, the first thing that people see. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. just hard sometimes. But I love it. But, you know, it makes it a little bit hard. A little bit. Girl. <laughs> I would say, okay, so a five. Well, to add to that, so you said micro, macroaggression, and then existing, because <laughs> that's a big one. Um, mm-hmm. A struggle. Hair. <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. Hair in the workplace in corporate America. Lord, being black in corporate America. Being a black woman in corporate America, girl, like braids, all of that type of stuff, like hair. Um, And then another thing, like just clothes. Like, do you remember growing up, like going to school and like we couldn't wear certain things because maybe we had a little bit more booty than everybody, but that's not our fault. Like, yeah. And being told that we can't wear certain things like other kids because of. You know, like the features that we were born mm-hmm. with. That we was born with. Exactly. That we can't, I can't control that, you know? No. I'm sorry that Karen did not grow like I did. All right. So. No, I know. All right. You ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you think should be done to prevent such, such struggles? So like you said, the micro-macroaggression existing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like what do you think could be like if we were in a perfect world or in a world where we could actually change it <laughs> mm. I would love if people just acknowledge the things that go on like if everybody like literally everybody just actually like stopped and like awoken and was like oh wow people actually go through things Hmm. That, like, maybe I don't go through, but because that they look a different way than me, they have a whole different life from me. I may never understand their life, but I do know that because of the way that I look, I can help them and bring them up in the world if I truly wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because if they were truly in a perfect world, really wanting to be perfect, then they would do that. You know, they would do that. It would just work. So that's what I would really want. Great answer. 
Okay, we're gonna get into the next question. Okay, mm-hmm. so this one is a little hard. So if you had to pick one struggle <laughs> to live with for the rest of your life, like one black black ass struggle <laughs> that you had to live with for the rest of your life, what would it be? A black ass struggle that I would have to live with for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. Just one. Oh. I would say I don't know. Oh, just one, but everything else is gone. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> um I would say the struggle that I would keep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would keep. I guess the discrimination against my hair because I feel like that's something that. Mm-hmm. Mm, Unless they really understood it, that's something that they're never going to... Anybody, unless they're black, is not going to understand. That's and true. because I know that I'm a, I'm a woman that changes my hair very often, that's something that I really hate yeah. to explain or even to attempt to explain. Mm-hmm. But it is something that, like... You know, I wouldn't mind. I've gotten accustomed to it as of now on, and now I can choose to either ignore it or respond to it. And I give them what I give them, and that's that's all. If I choose to change my hair, that's on me. That's what I choose to do. So I actually don't mind the discrimination against that because I can speak out against it if I want to, and I don't have to if I don't want to. So that's true. That, that's one. Mm-hmm. Right, because they can keep all the rest of that. Honestly, that's probably about the easiest one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into the segment that I am going to call Talk to Me, Sis. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go through. It's some more questions, but more I just want to talk to you. So your definition, what is your definition of a black woman? Like, if you had to tell somebody that I wish... (laughs) isn't new but if you had to tell somebody that didn't know anything about black people like never heard of them never heard of us like what would be your definition of a black woman oh we are the greatest the girl the greatest beings that have ever blessed this earth like i feel like we were created whether it was, I mean, I believe that God created us, but whoever cre- whoever believes that whoever created the earth, we were created to be here, to, I know that we have suffered, but that's because that we have so many great talents and gifts and just are filled with so much that it's like the, the everybody else sees that. And they they know that what we have and they want to embody it so much. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they they see what we are. They see what we can be. But they use us for what we are good for and then leave us just to be. But we are out of anything else. 
in my opinion, <laughs> the greatest of all time because we 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 have been here to help since the beginning. Right. Since the very beginning. <laughs> you want to talk about history in <laughs> Africa. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Great answer. So next question. Let's see. Ooh, how do you survive with being black in America, girl? Ugh. Well, <laughs> I feel like now because I have learned some things and I've been through different environments and organizations, mm-hmm. I have come to learn how to work through connections um, and work around people that I may not necessarily believe in the same things but I know how to also because I've been through so many things because of the way that I look and the way that the things that normally the things that people that look like me go through Mm -hmm. that others may not I know now how to I guess kind of identify people and identify things in people that kind of perpetrate I guess the things that I don't want to be around because I've learned I've learned through experience so I work through that and I navigate that way but I do try to create connections with everyone and then I base those connections on how I will approach them Mm -hmm. but I let people open up to me and then I go based off of that because people always show you who they are truly Girl, <laughs> don't we know it? <laughs> I know, girl. <laughs> okay, and the last question. So, what black figures did you look to growing up? Um, like black women. Like... Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like. For some reason, Whitney Houston pops up in my head, but that was, I think, before, you know, all that crazy stuff. But for some reason, her a little bit. And then um, in Houston, because we were around, like, Sheila Sheila Jackson Lee. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, women like her, like, I still feel like to this day that I want to go back to Houston and be the mayor. I know she like in Congress or whatever, but I definitely want to be the mayor of Houston because, you know, yeah. she's like role model. Um, you know, mama girl. Mm-hmm. That's like the always the biggest one. I don't know. I don't know who else. I can't think of any others right now. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I definitely girl is girl because she does great in Houston. But she's still she's still in Houston, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought she went to somewhere else, but girl, definitely. All right, so hearing these questions and making you think about that, going back to the poem, like, what do you, or like, how does it make you feel, like, seeing that through Maya Angelou's eyes, basically, like, um, and feeling her pain through that poem, seeing, like, you know, we might have went through slavery, child, 
still to this to this day. Girl, I wish I could put that in there. To this day, we go through <laughs> the struggles of being black women, mm-hmm. people in general, in the world, not even just America, but in the world and like seeing how, you know, like we still rise. Like we might we might get pushed down a little bit, you know, in other things, but we get right back up. So like after you know, going through these poems and really thinking about that, how do you think that that poem really correlates to the Black woman? I think it speaks just on the full empowerment mm-hmm. that Black women hold. Like, even if, I don't know, I've, I've, I've met Black women of, like, all different kinds, and I've seen, like, some who immediately like when I meet them like they know their power they know what they're they stand in it they know who they are mm-hmm. I I know some who maybe on the way there I know some who maybe so far from it that it's like oh okay girl I hope you get that <laughs> but overall we hold a power that's like no other and I feel like that poem as a whole just embodies the power that we hold because mm-hmm. we can we can we can create chaos if we need to because of that. And I feel like no matter what, like as as long as we remember that, like everything that she talks about, that's what she's she's relating to. And she's trying to get like a guess across like we are powerful remember that mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. amen okay well thank you so much sis um this was yes girl great um i really like to hear all of your answers and i really just thank you for coming on here also audio <laughs> engineering done by yours truly my sister Hang clap on here, so all right, snaps. All right, um, but thank you so much, girl. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get out. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope y'all had a good time. I hope you learned some new things. If there's things that you didn't know, um, I'm glad that you got to hear our perspectives and really my sister's perspectives on being black in America. I mean, I hope that it changes some things and some things that you may have viewed before or you were unsure about. And I hope that it really helps you to be better. All right. (laughs) So thank you so much. Until next time. Music is a place to be. Don't hold back, come on.